This is Kari Kanari with the SLV Apothecary and we're here to learn about herbs. I'm Alan Paco from Mud Pluggers Armageddon. I'm here at SLV Apothecary and I'm here with Kari Apothecary. And I don't want to be the fly in the ointment, but we're going to be talking about health and how it's so important. Kari, Carrie, Kari, Kari is here, and she's going to be here tomorrow and next week. She has a store in Alamosa. It has an online presence. Go check it out. Feel free to support her while you're supporting your own immunity, because with lack of a script and just here in a shop of herbs where it's as many people know I've wanted to study it for years and now I realize I am never going to be able to learn enough about it to consider myself a practitioner of the healing arts in whatever form herbs and natural medicines take but there are people like this there are supplies there are books and I guess the first thing is, Carrie, what makes some people so apathetic about their own health? Oh gosh, I, I'm not sure if I could answer that. I think, um, I think there's a lot of toxins in this world. And so everybody, you know, we're bombarded with toxins in our water, in our air, in our minds, everywhere. So I think people, you know, they're just trying to survive. They're just trying to make ends meet. Um, I think there's a lot of people thriving out there too. Um, but uh, it's it, it, everywhere you go, the grocery store, the, the restaurant, you know, the food is toxic or it's making you sick, then, you know, you, it, takes, it takes a lot more effort to take control of your health. You have to do research. People want things told to them. They don't, you know, and there are people that want to research and that are learning about herbs, but it does take effort, and and you do have, you know, you do have to read. Let me see if I can voice probably something you've heard hundreds of times. Your, your health food's too expensive. Right, right. Explain to them how that's, they're not looking at it the right way. Well, yeah, right, how... You're like, well, yeah, it's, it's, let's say, for instance, a coffee is $3 on average. Um, and, and yeah, you might pay 4 or $5 for a healthier drink. Um, but if you're drinking something that's pure sugar um, or just uh, corn syrup, high fructose mm. corn syrup, how can you compare that? to something that's healthy that's going to make you feel good. It's like, right. yeah, it's cheaper It's cheaper to eat crap in the short term, but of course you're going to feel like crap, then you're going to need, then you're going to need to help fix yourself, and that's going to cost you more time and energy. Um, and once you start to eat clean and you get into natural stuff, it's hard to go, you can't go back. You know, it makes you sick, you know, when I go out to eat and, um, and I eat crap, you know, I, I feel it maybe a lot more than people who do it every day because they're not as sensitive. And they might not notice until until it's too late or until it's causing them a disease. 
It's so true. And unfortunately, you mentioned the newspapers, the air we breathe, the water that most people drink. Uh, most people don't know that acetylic uh, fluoridic acid is the main active ingredient in Prozac, and that's basically fluoride. They're not dealing with their problems, they're forgetting their problems and just not dealing. Uh, they're, they're sold the sugar, they're... Uh, it, 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 somebody gets dyslexia, it's not their fault. They, they didn't have to be taught the look-say-read method. So as we go through it, how, how can people stay healthy and not be targeted as a conspiracy theory of like, because I kind of do think that maybe someone's doing this to us. Mm -hmm. uh, well, somebody, clearly, you know, clearly there's a financial gain and profit and people being sick and, and yeah, I mean, we're, we're taught to trust the doctor and, you know, talk to your doctor and it's like a lot of people, you know, are like, they've tried going to the doctor and they're not getting help. So right. that's when a lot of people do turn to botanical medicine and herbs. I mean, the reason why I love herbs for my own healing, and I've uh, healed myself from severe, severe um, intestinal problems caused by parasites from living in Mexico, and that's how I got into herbs, was healing myself, and that's how a lot of people get into it. If you're motivated um, and growing my own herbs, learning what helped me, um, you get a relationship with the plants, and like you can grow them. You grew them. You know they're safe. You know you've done your research. You you know the plant. You've taken it before. You know what it does to you. Um, and forming that relationship when you have a pill and a chemistry that you can't understand, you can really never form a relationship with your own medicine. And to me, that's like, you know, it's like like with mushroom medicine. You got lion's mane and turkey tail and all these different mushrooms, and it's like you're connecting with like a whole mushroom consciousness, the mycelium that's connecting, you know, the neural pathways in your brain. It's not just like chemicals, you know, made in a lab with like no, you know, life or energy. Yeah, or, right. The, uh, I was born when there were 48 states. I'm probably one of the youngest people in the world that can still say that being born in October of 58. But I don't even think monosodium glutamate was invented then. Mm -hmm. But since then, it, it does seem that it's been a conscious effort to synthesize everything. And the people eating ramen noodles from China right now, that's a danger. Uh, there's been studies on microbiomes and gut biomes and how the diet of someone in the United States right now, they don't have enough to keep them healthy. Are you familiar? Have you seen any studies on microbiomes? Right, like in our gut, because a lot of the chemicals are killing the microbiome in our gut and, and also all the antibiotics that they're prescribing people, so we have to rebuild microbiome and it's a slow process like with herbs you don't just people are used to the pill where it's like this immediate you know effect pair with herbs you have to slowly build back 
you know, your microbiome, build back your cell tissues, slowly build back these neurons in your brain. So it takes people that it's not instant gratification. Right. You hear that? This is not instant gratification. What it is, is in the long run for, for a Christian, you can finally sleep at night if somebody said, did you treat your body like a temple of God today? Or if you're an intelligent vegan, are you going to be able to say, I did, I did the smart thing today because diabetes isn't going to kill you for 40 years, but it is going to diminish your life. Uh, imagine Maui, this last fire uh, congregation, whether it was planned attack or an accident, if you had diabetes, could you even save your three-year-old child if you had to run four miles from a coming fire? Mm -hmm. Or what would happen? Yeah. It's, we have to start thinking that, you know, okay, eventually the economy's gonna crash, whatever. But the people in, in Maui and the people in New York or Moscow, floods happen, fires happen more and more frequently. And if you can't pick up your go bag, are, are you going to leave your wounded mother? Or what are they going to do? What's, what is their plan except that I like donuts, I like sugar in my coffee, right. you know? Are people thinking about the future and yeah, what what's what's our emergency plan? How are we gonna how are small local communities gonna get food in emergency situations when they are, can't get exports? You know, do you know your local farmers? Do you know how to distribute that food to people? So these are all questions that yeah, a lot of times we're so living in the moment we we're not. And my fallback was thinking, because I knew a little, I'd, uh, but right now, in the desert, there's, there's food, but I'm not sure what to eat. And there are people that can tell you, and I just hate to think of people starving to death around food when there's food out there. You know, I remember in the 1960s, there was a commercial that they played all the time. And the man's name was Ewell Gibbons. Mm -hmm. And he and he sounded like he had an accent. And he'd come on and go, hi, my name's Ewell Gibbons. Did you know that many parts of a pine tree are edible? And he was like the, the first infomercial. Hmm. But, and I still remember that, you know, thinking like, boy, I wish I knew exactly what parts of a pine tree were edible yeah. because we can live, they do live. And I don't know if you can play off of this, but like the, the tribes that they find in the Amazon that come out who have somehow find foods that they can live on, well, they have all their teeth. You know, they got that in common for most part. I mean, and here in this country, you know, uh, gosh, here I go, I'm leaning back to conspiracies again. They're putting something that hurts your teeth and your brain fluoride in something that they're saying is supposed to protect your teeth. 
So, is that relevant? Does uh, is that part of the argument? What can we tell people, or can we just try every different approach of like? Because shame doesn't work, blame doesn't work. No, no, and I mean, I think, yeah, like with the fluoride in the toothpaste, you go to the grocery store, you know, somebody wants to buy toothpaste, they go to the grocery store, and especially in Alamosa, we don't have natural grocers, we don't have sprouts, you know, we don't have that. We used to have a co-op, but it, it closed down um, back in 2019, so when they go to the grocery store, their options are fluoride, fluoride, or different fluoride. So, it, and then, you know, they, they're like, oh, well, everybody's doing it, so it must not be. Right, it's you know? told it's good. You walk down the chip aisle and the soda aisle, it's non-food. It's, there's very little actual nutrients. You know, you, I, I'll, I can go down an entire aisle at the grocery store, and it's like this whole section is just pure poison you know but oh. so it's like people you have to consciously read ingredients and and, and cook for yourself and it's it's it's, it's an effort you right. know and and are people going to cook for themselves right especially meal? if you don't like microwaves like i don't right you yeah. know yeah yeah and and like like i buy stuff from the farmer's market and i have to cook it down i have to steam it or you know make rice with it, or, or make my own uh, noodles, or, and I, I did find, I, there is like a rice noodle that kind of is like a ramen, that's like a healthy organic yeah, right. rice noodle, so there are some things at the grocery store, I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, this um, is food, you know, but most of it's more of the raw ingredients, and then you make the food from it, because when you buy the pre-stuff, there's so much additives in all the prefabricated foods that... Now, how you know, long ago was the, let's call it the incident in Mexico? We, we have all heard about how that can happen, that turned your mind to healing. And would you say you were kind of leaning in towards healthy even when you went to Mexico and this got you by surprise, or... The, the the herb movement, how yeah. how like long how does it I take get... to become proficient in it? Yeah, I guess I was, well, let's see, I'm 35 now, and when I, I lived in Mexico when I turned 21. So, you know, when you turn 21, what do you do? Go out and drink, right? So that's not good for your health either. So I went out to clubs, drink tequila every night, you know, um... So you, that so, would lower so that, your immunity. So that was probably not good because I was very healthy. I was an athlete. And I wasn't really that exposed. Like my parents were never into healthy food. I had a friend whose mom bought organic stuff and they would pretty much make fun of her. Yeah. You know, like organic. Oh, I did and, too. Yeah. Even though I eat organic now, I was one of those, lack of a better word, uh, a-holes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was so young, you know, I was like, well, I, you know, college, they, they make you eat the, the, uh, whatever they cook in the, the dorms, you know, it's included in your college tuition, you, know, you pay $10,000 a year or whatever, and you have to eat the dorm food, so I, I ate the dorm food, and still, I was still healthy considering all that, um, and, like, I had gained weight, which, uh, which, 
you know, wasn't like good weight. It was from eating like dorm food right. every day. And so I was like. Well, as I, I think my wife, uh, who I dated while she was in college, called it the freshman 10 or something like right, that. Right, yeah, the fr exactly. Because it's like they give you unlimited food. And, and like it's, it's not all 100% crap, but it's mostly, you know, it's like. Right. It's like. Starch. Yeah, yeah. And, pizza and you know most some of it was decent tasting. No, let's face it I mean it took me forever to realize you know that the bleached flour you know is you know the, I used to make fun of them too you know they're calling it white death but you know white sugar mm -hmm. but that's true yeah but yeah. I, oh, I, I think I even knew like with my when I was like 10 you know and like when, when I was young I was at my friend's house my parents wouldn't give me money for food, and my friends' parents would not feed me. Um, so, like, they, you know, they'd go out to Taco Bell, get in burritos or some shit, come back. They wouldn't get me anything. So, like, literally, I would not eat, or I would find bagels in their fridge. So I'd, like, steal food when I was a kid, because I was always over at friends' houses, and, like, pe they weren't feeding me. Wow. Um, so, like... And I remember going to Whole Foods once with my friend's mom and being like, you know, one day, like, I'm going to eat healthy. Like, I did see that vision. And I was like, I want to eat, you know, healthy food and eat what's good for me. Um, but I didn't know anything about it. Right. You know, and then when I lived in Mexico, um, I, my host mom cooked for me. And this Mexican food, which is actually, like, it was, like, she cooked healthy. You know, it would be like a steak with beans or like, you know, obviously like tacos and stuff like right. that. Um, a lot of salsas, a lot of fresh vegetables. Like you go down to the market, there's fresh bananas, fresh, you know, the farmers are sitting out like any day. It's not like here where farmer's market's one, two, maybe two days a week. It's every day. People, you know, they bring their blue right. tarp. Yeah. They're selling weird American videos. Well, they're still in Colorado Springs. Or, uh, you can't, and even in Montrose too, you know, in the summer, you can't drive down the street without somebody selling tamales on the side of the road. Right, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, tamales. And like Mexican food, I, I mean, there's definitely, you know, a lot that's not the healthiest, but it's a lot fresher. And like, there's a lot of good health, like good healthy cheeses, good healthy fresh yes. salsas, cilantro. Um, I I actually fish. have recommended people who said I can't stop drinking Coca Cola. I've I've said then, well, can you at least drink Mexican Coca Cola with cane sugar? Right, right. And so they'll like, say no. Really? Yeah. yeah they've say. said no because I've told you know because it, it it's that thing of like. Well, if you're not going to just not, how about, you know, it's the same right. thing with... Like the lesser two uh, I'm not a I'm not a great beer drinker, uh, but if I was going to have an, a beer, I'd want it to be an organic beer, like something, you know, like Coors, I guess, makes a new organic beer that's fairly affordable. But in the meantime, I, I tell people, I go... Or a local beer. Why yeah. would you not, you know, if you have the option where you could have an organic beer not made with fluoride water, you should take it every time. Right. But some people that, that, it, they don't want to pay the, the cost, dollar. the cost. And for me, this might be short-sighted, but it's always a test. The people that never get to it, sometimes they seem like the people to me that, if imagine a football game, and you're on the five-yard line, 
and the other team keeps doing a penalty and so you keep getting half the distance to the goal line. There are some people that think that you should keep causing them to make penalties because eventually you'll get a touchdown without realizing that going halfway, you never reach your goal. Because no matter how many penalties you will make, you're only going halfway to the goal. Well, and the goal is health. The goal is health and, and a, a good long life, right? Right, and a, and a healthy life. It's like, yeah, you know, you can live 50 years, but was it, you know, were you like in excruciating pain and horrible health and, and low energy? Um, you know, it's like that's, you know, we want to live full health, our full lives as much as we can. I mean, it's, it's difficult in this world. There's a lot of stress. You know, even, like, I take a lot of herbs, and I eat local food, and, like, still, you know, I still, you know, oh, have, right. you know, I still have low energy, or, like, like today I have a headache, you know, it's like, I don't, I'm not perfect, um, but if I ate, you know, McDonald's, or, like, crappy food, and I continue down that path, like, I would be dead. I don't have that option, because, like, you know, if I had gone down that road, I was in a state of health when, by the time I was 25, I was in, I was so ill, I, I had to practically quit my job, and, and I could barely walk myself to the hospital. Was it the antibiotics? Uh, no, I was just, my, my stomach was, oh. my intestines were just, just, whole, you know, the, the parasites had taken over. Entire intestinal tract. Wow. I couldn't process anything. I couldn't digest anything. Couldn't eat anything without getting sick. Um, I mentally, it made me like start like I couldn't think straight. Um, I was taking wormwood to kill the parasites, and that was kind of driving me nuts. And like I was just, it, it was, it was very. I was if I just if I didn't eat. Um, you know, as best as I could, you know, as healthiest as I could, I, I, w I probably would have died. You know, if I just, if I just ate sugar and total mm -hmm. crap, um, I know that, that I would, I would have died. I hope that people are taking this seriously because I am and you probably, you may have died. And now look, she has her life ahead of her to live healthy. Now, if, and this might seem harsh, but some people, are you really going to keep down the diabetes road? And as she mentioned, it's not uncommon for people to die in their 50s after having lived the life of like, okay, first my toes, then my legs, now my fingers, because they were told they had type 2 diabetes. They weren't born with type 1 insulin dependence. They developed that insulin dependence. Sometimes the Most High would allow something like this for, as a chance to learn. And I don't want to be over dramatic, but you don't want to have to wait until you almost die. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to get Go to ahead. that Go ahead, yeah. Stage. And you don't want to wait until you have to get your leg cut off. No, no. And, like, that's, that's why herbs are good. You know, because you can start off small, you, you know, and like even just eating healthy, even just adding, you know, a little bit every day, learning, uh, you know, 
maybe trying a different herb or put, you know, what, what do I have in my garden? What can I grow? You know? What grows in my yard? Let me ask you a specific herb. Now, I have a friend named Luther who is, the, God has given him a fascination with Murdoch? Or, Murdoch? Yeah. Murdoch root? Yeah. And he's having the hardest time regulating that because sometimes, you know, he'll make a tincture and he'll say, yeah, Paco, it, my lungs felt like I couldn't, you know, I'm breathing too much, you know, or, and I mean, so... Where do you go? I mean, because, and he picked it in his yard. He didn't even know that it's like one of the growing popularity herbs yeah. of our time, you know, and he just found it in his yard and decided to try tincturing everything in his yard mm. and fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and with herbs, it is serendipitous in the sense of what grows near you wants to help you, and, and we, ha we have to learn relationship is partly too like humans are so detached from our relationship with plants it's just like with when you buy meat in the grocery store but you're so disconnected from the animal you oh. know and, and just like with plants like you're so disconnected. well i don't i hate to get started on that but go ahead i'm, but, I'm already there yeah it's just like you're looking at that just as this like pack of meat you're not thinking about that animal's life not that you feel like analyze and think about it every every second but we're just so disconnected there's no gratitude there's no understanding a lot of like kids were raised they don't understand that a chicken lays an egg you know they think it's gross like i had a neighbor you know he saw me harvesting the eggs and like he thinks it's gross and that they're poopy you know it's like what do you think the store you know they want them white and clean it's like guess yeah. like it, it's a disconnect like kid like a lot of people these days you know farming obviously is not popular uh, you know popular career for young people because you have to get down in the dirt you, know, you have to get dirty you get you know weed whack and um, you have to connect with the earth you, you have to be out in the sun get sunburned you know and and it's, it's just it's a complete disconnect from nature so herbs is a way of connecting back with nature or ranching too you know when you're with your animals or going to visit a ranch oh look at the lives of this sheep look at the lives mm -hmm. of the cows you know spending time with the animals just like connecting back so that we we have gratitude thank you cow for giving you life thank you you know lemon yes. grass for now, cleansing us Sweet there grass. also is the whole aspect of <laughs> what's released into the meat when chickens are on a conveyor belt a thousand chickens long and all they're seeing is every chicken in front of them get their head cut off mm -hmm. and those chickens are all dying in complete terror and fear right exactly and energy? all of the because all of that fear is being processed into the meat that we eat unless you really are someone that, you know, as in, in, in the Bible, you never killed like a, an animal that was going to be offered as a sacrifice. This animal was treated with much love and respect and until it was just everything it needed until, boom, it was instant, now you're dead. And the, the meat was, you know, it was, it was a pleasant smelling God, you know, I get it, some people don't eat meat, but that's the way if you're going to eat meat, it's supposed to be done. Yeah. 
Because it's even why in Acts chapter 15 it says one of the things that, you know, not circumcision, not the Sabbath, there's only four things that the Jews said Gentiles have to do besides what's written on their heart. And one of the four things is don't eat meat that's been strangled. Mm -hmm. Because that's a way that something would die in terror, in my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's really all I need to realize is that, yeah, uh, you're not a, 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 a sissy liberal because you care about how animals feel. Mm -hmm. Do any of you ever have a pet dog or something? Mm-hmm. So... I don't have a dog, but yeah, I have birds. Yeah, but I, I mean, you can, you, well, if you've ever had a dog, and I'm talking to some of my friends that have dogs, they love their dogs, and they should, they should right. realize yeah, is that the Bible says, who's to say whether the soul of the beast goes up or down? Well, now we have a choice. We can treat the soul of a beast as if it has a chance to go up or down, or you could just ignore that fat and treat them like crap. Or you can err on the side of caution and say, they have the same pneuma, living soul, as we do, and treat them accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I guess we didn't really go into detail about, er, you know, um, specific herbs, but you're getting into herbs. What herbs have you intuitively been attracted to? Well... What did I get here? I got the rosemary, the frankincense. Besides that, the the only thing, well, since I moved to Alamosa, just, you know, kind of that's what guys done. I have drank three beers and distilled water and coffee because that's what I trust. Mm -hmm. And that's all I drink. You know, uh, my er my supplements are colloidal silver. Oh yeah, you do a lot of colloidal. Uh, every day, and besides that, if I ever feel not healthy or something like that, I'll use apple cider vinegar. But besides that, I I use colloidal silver and distilled water, mm -hmm. and I've had a coconut water with Arturo the other day. But I'm pretty much a water and coffee boy, and I, you know I want to take more herbs. I mean, I, I want to maximize my health, but I don't just want to start throwing money at herbs if I don't need them. I need. I mean, I know I like oka because that's what they mix with peyote uh -huh. to help it, it get your circulation or something. Mm -hmm. it, it, the Oka Osha helps the circulation, and that's what you're looking for. Okay. So, I know I've done that one, but no. All I know is that with everything I read about the lion's mane and for people that are unhealthy, you need that stuff. Right now, I'm good, I right. think. You know, yeah. I mean, if I don't need it, why spend the money on it? Mm -hmm. Somebody can later tell me what I need. Oh, and I did like the the acupuncture things. I was. I tried that. Yeah. yeah. What was that? What was that? Uh, moxibustion is a uh, mugwort. Mugwort. Yeah. 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 I had these things here, and they got little stickers, and they burn, so it's kind of like incense, and, and anything that involves smoke to me 
or is something that enhances your prayer life. It mm -hmm. carries it up to God, especially yeah. if it involves nicotine, mm -hmm. which is the reason that tobacco is one of the sacred, sacred herbs, just like caffeine in coffee is a sacred herb. Tea. Mm -hmm. So what did the, our culture do? Oh, let's put sugar in everything and ruin it. Mm -hmm. Or we, you can't put sugar really in tobacco. So they'll take a sacred herb like tobacco and put in 216 other ingredients like Agent Orange. I mean, phosnine, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and things like that to make them poisonous. Right. right. And so it's like, how long ago did people know about it? Well, I don't think doctors in the 1930s were stupid when four out of five recommended smoking cigarettes because organic tobacco actually helps you. It doesn't hurt you. Mm -hmm. and what kills you is what the they, they add the drugs that makes it more addicting. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, but that's very controversial and I got away from your herbs. So is there anything you want to say in closing about what people should know about herbs? Is there a way? Because I have a friend, and this Akia smoke or whatever it does, you, they, they line these up and put them on your body where acupoint and acupressure goes. I have a friend that does acupressure, his wife, and he's done it. And I just found out, because I was telling him about this stuff, and, and he was talking about the acupressure that for 15 minutes after they finish the acupressure, that while they're doing it, you're holding a beaker that somehow the, the chiropractic doctor or whoever's doing the acupuncture has determined this is what you're allergic to. And he has that extract in your hand. And after they finish the acupressure, you don't take your thumb off that vial for 15 minutes, but you sit there with that essence. What's that all about? Good. Have you ever heard of that? So you're holding, what are you holding? You know how with allergies they do a bunch of tests and say yeah. here's what you're allergic to right. and they know it. He does that too and he goes here's what your problem is, here's, here's right. what you need or here's your thing. And somehow he has something that is identified with that or is an actual essence of that. Uh, and you hold it covered for through the whole, I guess, half-hour treatment of acupressure. Uh -huh. But your actual doctor's appointment, he doesn't consider it complete until you've waited 15 minutes to take your thumb off the lid of that vial and give it back to him and says, now your appointment's finished. Huh. But 15 minutes of it, which is one-third to me, is holding a vial after you've already been acupressured. So, and the vial has essential oils in it, or? Something like that. Something that was specifically charted or designed for you or that you needed. Okay. I guess there's only three acupressurists in the whole country. Yeah, it could be, could be an essential oil. I, I, I can't speak to that just because I, I don't know what that doctor's doing, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, with, I, I use the moxibustion, which uses the same acupuncture, the same points as acupressure, but I, and I've done acupressure on myself, um, and, and you can really feel it, you know, and with acupressure, you, you're like holding it for like an entire two minutes, um, oh, okay. yeah, like at, at that point, 
Um, and I think, you know, that's when you like, you know, you, you're telling your body to heal that area. You're moving the stagnation in the chi, which is what moxibustion does and acupuncture as well. So they're kind of doing something similar. Um, but I, I love acupressure on, right. my, on myself. I, I just, I, I don't know what, what that doctor was doing, so I can't. No. Well, we're almost that. out of time. How much, uh, the last thing shortly is like setting your intent, uh -huh. you know, for the day of setting your intent for health. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is, uh, you know, uh, or Norman Vincent Peale, think and grow. What can you tell people that right now is that, you know, use your common sense and eat better. I mean, think right. of a slogan. Give, a, give them something to close on because we've got to wrap it up. Um, yeah, I, as far as um, herbalism goes, you know, if, if you feel attracted to an herb or you want to curious about an herb, you know, that's, that's what you should try, you know, and, and do research, read up on herbs. Go visit farms, try to grow an herb, um, and just start somewhere. I, I was just uh, making these sweetgrass bundles, um, you know, for burning and doing clearing. So herbs can be used, like, if you if you don't want to start with taking herbs, you know, maybe you could uh, burn sage. Bur or yeah, sage there you go. And, and use it more as, like, an energy clearing. Um, so they can be used for a lot of, or you could even just you know, inhale, this, this, the aroma therapy could be um, healing, and, and as you go along your path, like, the herbs will appear to you, you know, along your path, you know, when I, when I need hmm. a certain herb, you know, I, it, 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 it comes into my life, however, you know, for me, it's different, because I, I grow herbs, so, um, uh, people that might not have an apothecary in their area or might not have an herb shop. Um, they might have to order stuff off the internet, but find your local herbalist. Right. Um, or you yeah. use her as your local herbalist. So with that, I think we are going to wrap up. I'm getting the motion that uh, we're running out of batteries and stuff like that. So uh, I'll just take a second to remind you that mud flood was Armageddon. You know, I'm never going to tell you anything else. Why would I? I'm trying to prove I have your best interest at heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Aho. How can we get a hold of you and Karin? Hmm? How can we get a hold of you and Karin? Uh, just put, leave it in your comment that you want to get a hold of me. And if you have any questions about herbs, I'm going to leave a link uh, in the comments. I'll pin it to the... Uh, San Luis Valley Apothecary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can, uh, if you're in the San Luis Valley area, you can come into our shop. We're on 4th and State. Um, or you can give us a call. You can, uh, we have an Instagram. We have a Spotify, SLV Apothecary. Um, and, and, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And don't forget to leave a comment, like, and share and all of those other things. And uh, thank you, Arturo, for making this possible. Yeah, and we're going to end with some good tea. We got some Oshada drinks, so mm -hmm. have a good evening. <laughs>